He is not here. He is risen. It occurred to me as I was reading the narratives again of Jesus's life that the visitation of angels is maybe something we don't want to encourage. I mean, they appear like lightning. They terrify the life out of people. And then they leave a message which is quite simple to follow, but has no clarity of meaning. But it's clearly clear enough that people follow the message, whether it be out of fear or spiritual obedience or maybe even curiosity. They seem to follow the instruction. Mary, the mother of Jesus, when the angel appeared to her and told her she would bear a son, the son of God, responded with the words, may your word be fulfilled in me. Joseph, when he woke up from the dream where he saw the angel, took Mary as his wife. And the woman rushed from the tomb to go and tell the disciples, the Lord is risen. On that Easter morn, the dawn frees the woman from the restrictions of the Sabbath. I can only imagine what it would have been like for them to be sitting with their grief, with their sorrow, with their uncertainty, and with the pain. And I'm sure as soon as dawn rose, they grabbed those spices and they ran to the grave because now there was something they could do. In the times now when we are in lockdown, when we're social distancing and unable to go to be with loved ones today to celebrate or to be with them in times of joy for birthdays and to not be with them in times of grief, we too long for those restrictions to be lifted so that we too can go about our usual routines, free to do the things we need to get done. The woman knew that Jesus was dead. They were pretty certain about that. They know where the tomb is and they are expectant when they get there, they will be able to attend to the one they love and the one they have lost. Maybe they will find comfort in it. Maybe it will bring some closure. Maybe it will just slightly ease the pain. But what they find is something quite different, an empty tomb that reflects their empty hearts and an angel that terrifies them. In that moment, they receive the message. Verse 6 says, he is not here. He is risen. Come and see. And there they, they witness the truth. The tomb is empty. And I'm not sure whether they were being obedient or just following their instinct, but they ran to go and tell the disciples what they had witnessed. Have you ever noticed how much running happens to and from the tomb? In John's gospel account, John and Peter even seem to have a race. But at that moment in the angel's visitation, they have no clue of what is ahead and what those words, he is risen, means. He is risen. Well, where? Is it like Lazarus, raised from the dead? And the time will come when he dies again. Has he gone to heaven? Where might the risen Lord be? Well, we see in this, it takes an encounter 
with Jesus to understand what it means and to make sense of the message. As he meets them on the road, greetings. And they clasped his feet and worshipped him. In Mary's account, he tells Mary not to touch him. She has to learn a new way of doing things. It's no longer the same. She can't relate to Jesus in the way that she had before. Now it turns to be an inner relationship. Something that goes deeper. And something that forms a bond. The risen Lord will no longer be present in the same way. And soon he will be taken up into heaven and send the Holy Spirit to be present with us, to help us to deepen that relationship day by day. And so we hear Mary's words resound when she gets back to the disciples. I have seen the Lord. The Lord is alive. But even in, the understanding is not complete. You see, with Jesus, the understanding is never fully complete until we meet him again one day. We understand he is risen today and we celebrate it. We understand because of the cross, we are forgiven. We understand that if we choose to accept him, believe in him and follow his ways, we too will rise on that last day. But as we journey through life, as we come to know the risen Lord, our understanding increases, our love deepens. The, the way we walk with the Lord, the longer we do, the more time we spend with him. He will reveal more and more of himself. And yes, we'll glimpse heaven. And there's another thing that reassures us today about the risen Lord. You see, they went to the tomb looking for him and even when they told him he was not there. In John's account in his gospel, he, tell, he speaks of Mary as she looks for him and she finds who she thinks is the gardener and asks him, where is he? If you tell me, I'll go and find him. But actually, it's Jesus. And I love the part in that passage, and we read it at the dawn service this morning. There's that moment, and he says, Mary. And immediately she knows that is her Lord. He doesn't look like he did before because she didn't recognize him. But in his voice, as he called her name, she knew she'd met the risen Lord. You see, Jesus finds her and calls her by name, and hope is restored. Jesus calls you and me. He calls us by name and our hope is restored. When we're in that place of uncertainty, when what is, what is going on around us doesn't make sense and is unrecognizable, when we long to find Jesus and look for him where we know to look to make the situation right before us, and he, when he doesn't, he isn't there, or he isn't where we expect to find him, then he finds you and he calls you by name 
because he's always there. When the resurrected Lord enters in, then our grief is overpowered by that incredible love. Our despair is lifted and hope floods in. And one thing is certain, he will never leave us. His appearance in our lives and in our situations and in our circumstances may be unpredictable, but it is certain. In the uncertainty of our times at the moment, as we watch the numbers of deaths increase and we hear of people dying alone without their loved ones, especially children, when there is suffering beyond compare, I sometimes find it difficult to encourage people or assure them that God will comfort them or that God will protect them and they will, won't be unwell. It may be out of my own fear, my own doubting, or my not wanting to be, people to be disappointed. Or maybe it's just my own inadequacies of being able to share what I know is true. I am certain of the resurrection hope. I know without a, date, without a doubt the risen Lord will appear and he will intervene. I have no doubt that I will sense his presence and his reassurance, even when everything happening says differently. I know that because I have walked with him. I have seen him do it. I have known him to intervene in the most unbelievable, incredible ways. I know he gets me through every storm and every torrid time. And when my, my life is a tangled mess, he sorts it. I know that love beyond measure. And even in my doubt, in my lack of faith, in my disobedience, my grief, and my lack of confidence, he will always find me and call me by name and set me in a secure place of peace. The risen Lord will do that for you too. And I know many of you will be able to reflect and remember times when he has. We know he has risen, but when we experience him, we are left with no doubt that it's him and he'll do it again. This Easter, I encourage you, stop looking for the tomb. Look for the risen Lord. Whether you find him for the first time this Easter or you know him already, look, he has found you. Listen, he is calling your name. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.